Lecture topic. Considering the consequences. <coughs> People who in dunya have to make some decision about whether they want to do something or should be doing it or not. Making some investment, starting off some business, whatever other issues people have. So depending on how much that might be involving in terms of money, in terms of other things, accordingly a person will take care to first think about what he's wanting to do. Sometimes he'll pay others to give him the advice. He'll go to some consultant, he'll go to some person who is an expert in the field. All he wants from him is advice. And that person's advice he'll pay for sometimes very, very great amounts of money because he wants to make the right decision. After the advice, he'll think about it. So likewise, just as we think about things deeply and people think deeply about the decisions they need to make for dunya, the purpose of all that exercise that they go through and the expense that they undertake in that process is so that they must not fall into any difficulty, not suffer any loss. They must make a profit out of whatever they want to do. They must benefit from what their decisions are. So for the benefit of dunya and to avoid the loss of dunya, all this exercise is undertaken. All these efforts are undertaken. The cost is undertaken. So likewise, for the benefit of akhirat, it is important to sit and think. To think that this is what keeps coming to mind, that I should do this, or what I get tempted towards doing. So to think that out to its end. That if I refrain from this, it will be a struggle on the nafs now. There will be pressure within myself to suppress this. But if I do suppress it, what will be the outcome? So likewise, a person when he is thinking about dunya, if I do this now, I'm going to have to just hold on with many other luxuries because I'm going to be spending the money in this investment now. So fine, I will not be able to have all these luxuries now. But once this investment starts making a profit, then I'll have double the amount. So he's ready to undergo that sacrifice at that time. So likewise, person thinks now that if I undertake this mujahada now, what is going to be the outcome? So he thinks deeply about it. The outcome for now is that the short term, even in dunya already, I'll get saved from so many issues, so many problems and difficulties. And then the real benefit of this will come to me in the qabr, come to me on the day of qiyamah, this would become a means of gaining the shade of the arsh of Allah Ta'ala. It will become a means of gaining my good book of deeds in my right hand. Allah Ta'ala would be pleased with me. It will become a means of entry into Jannat directly. Jannatul Firdaus, inshallah. Now, all these things are the outcome of suppressing this temptation of the nafs, this deception of shaitan. But this is where it will, inshallah, take me. And if I don't uh, suppress it, I give in to this desire now, I do not uh, restrain myself and I can't and do not want to hold back and make sabr, what will be the outcome? The outcome will be a few minutes of some kind of excitement, but then what? Then already in dunya there's problems coming, there's so many issues that this brings along, there's mental issues, emotional issues, physical issues, and sometimes becomes a problem in the sense that person now that gradually one, two, ten times it finally becomes exposed to people 
then the harm that that brings to him in dunya. But then beyond that, before anything else, in fact, before the akhirat, this is going to displease Allah Ta'ala, the azab already starts raining on the heart. So it might be a deception of some kind of excitement for a few moments, but then the heart's restlessness will just increase. And it will be a restless life that I'm going to be leading in turmoil within myself all the time. Just looking for something else to now, just appease myself. And then, what is the position in the cover? What will be the case on the day of Qiyamah? And where will this finish off in the fire of Jahannam? So can I risk all this? And then that deception that shaitan puts, that later on make Toba, do I know for sure I'm going to get the topic of Toba later on? So all these deceptions that shaitan puts, so now think it till the end, where it will finish off. So like people in dunya take a lot of time and effort to think about all these things and they plan it and then they take advice and they take people's advice at a cost. But how much of time do we take to think about the reality of where we're finishing off? If we take the right step, what good will come with it? And we take the wrong step, where it will lead us to? So one is to dedicate time to sit down and think about this on a general note and more specifically about the things that become a problem for us all the time. And whenever these kind of temptations come in the way, to think it out, to surround and think, not to just get washed away with that thought, not to just get washed away with those temptations of nafs and shaitan. Otherwise, when things just get washed in the floodwaters, then it just gets washed out completely. When a person gets washed out in the floodwaters, then they find the corpse somewhere thereafter. So likewise, with the just floods of the temptations of nafs and shaitan, we just wash away with it, then the corpse of our ruhaniyat will be somewhere. Then it will be dead in terms of spirituality. Allah forbid then what that will lead to. So at that time, the person has to remain firm. And one of the things that will assist him very greatly is to engage his mind correctly at that time. And this is part of the things to do, to engage his mind in thinking of the consequences of taking the right step where it will lead him what good it will bring, and taking the wrong step where this will lead to. Allah give us the